Welcome to Habits for your Happily Ever After, where we get clear about your marriage communication. Because when your relationships are strong, you're able to concentrate at work, reduce conflict at home, and receive support for your dreams so that you have the courage to live your best life. I'm Rebecca Mullen, a relationship coach living in Western Colorado, and today we're going to talk about the four magical ways two simple words will vastly improve your happily ever after. You'll discover how thank you can be a door of permission for you to create the life of your dreams. We'll explore why thank you is often preferable to the word sorry, and you'll discover how thank you can provide an attitude shift for you or your sweetheart. often do you say thank you to your sweetheart? Your relationship can completely shift when you employ the magic of thank you. Today, I'm going to show you how versatile those two simple words can be. I have four ideas for you. The first is how thank you makes invisible work visible. The second one is how thank you creates an attitude shift. Number three, why it's often important to use thank you instead of sorry. And finally, why thank you gives permission to yourself or to your sweetheart. Let's start with why and how thank you makes invisible work visible. Last week, the podcast was all about chores, invisible work, and how you and your sweetheart negotiate the partnership role of your relationship. I told you then that thank you stops me from keeping score. It's so true, but it's also just a kind thing to do. You learned the thank you lesson in kindergarten, right? Thank you helps with that invisible feeling because when you say thank you, you are naming a reason your sweetheart is valuable in your life. Thank you for dinner. This is one of the most basic thank yous in the world. This acknowledges that you got to eat well because your sweetheart turned thin air into something you could eat that powers your body. Just because that need to eat happens every day doesn't change the fact that someone took time to prepare your food. Saying thank you makes it a sweet exchange. Or thank you for noticing my tires needed changing. I was once on a kayaking trip with a woman who got two flat tires on the dirty back roads of Utah. No car keeps two spares in the trunk, and those two flats became a huge deal. She'd newly divorced her husband, and I saw the look on her face as this invisible work he'd been doing in their relationship suddenly became very, very visible on her face. Tires were something she'd never considered before. Thank you cements a feeling of belonging between you and your sweetheart. Saying thank you is another way to say, I need you, or I'm grateful you're sharing my life. We resist these thank yous because we value independence. When you say thank you, you're acknowledging that you need your sweetheart. Is that difficult for you? It's a vulnerable feeling, no doubt. But these thank yous create deep intimacy. Deep intimacy is forged in the fires of vulnerability. Embrace the value your sweetheart brings to your life by letting them know how much you need them. Thanks for buying my airline tickets. I get so overwhelmed. And you just make it happen. Decisions about flight times, inputting of data, wow. It feels like I just got a vacation from planning my vacation. Thank you. Or, thank you for driving the carpool so much. Whenever the kids are in someone else's car, I worry. 
I never, ever worry when they're with you. I know you'll listen if they have something to say. I know they'll get there safely. And I know the last thing the kids will hear is, I love you when they get out of the car. Thank you. Thank you makes invisible work visible. And that alone will transform your happily ever after. The second reason to say thank you is to create an attitude shift. You've heard stories about me putting my husband through medical school at the same time I was raising toddlers, mourning the loss of my mother and brother, and working a job in the wee hours of the morning while kids slept. I'm not going to lie. I was doing a lot of invisible work during that era, and my husband was too overwhelmed to say anything to me about it. It was the most stressful season of our lives. I felt alone and lonely. I was sharp-tempered in those years. Thank you (laughs) would have tamed my temper significantly, but it's challenging to thank a stressed out controlling tigress. I didn't make it easy for David to thank me. When any of us need our spouse as profoundly as David needed me during his schooling, we hide from thank you. Saying thank you acknowledges the debt we owe. And we tell ourselves all kinds of stories like, I don't deserve this help or I'm not worthy of this gift. So we bury all of it, our feelings of unworthiness as well as our gratitude. A lot has happened between then and now. These days, David realizes that I feel privileged to have been so helpful. I feel like we were teammates, and that's my favorite way of connecting to him. Are you in a situation where your sweetheart makes an enormous difference in your life? So much so that you're afraid of drawing attention to it because your sweetheart might stop their support if you point it out. I'm going to go out on a limb here and tell you that your sweetheart already knows how much they're supporting you. While the thank you doesn't begin to repay them for their generosity, marriage is one of those situations where precise repayment is absolutely impossible. In my experience with couples, an acknowledgement of gratitude shifts things for both people. One day I heard David tell a friend how incredible his wife was to say yes when he wanted to go to medical school. I glowed. I felt so seen, so valued. David speaking about my support so vocally inspired me to say to him, you know, I loved that era of our lives. I felt so useful to you. He burst out laughing. He could not conceive that I didn't already know that. Useful? He said, you mean like a good hammer? My husband has this gigantic laugh at moments like this. His laugh announces his incredulity. (laughs) Darling, I couldn't have gone to medical school without you. I'd be grumpy doing a job I didn't want to do. He was no longer overwhelmed and no longer feeling the shame he attached to the impossibly large task he'd asked of me before he knew how big the task was. Now, years later, there was only gratitude. I'd changed his life. He knew it. And he wasn't afraid to tell anyone who asked. Where had that shame gone? Where was that shadowy feeling that kept him from thanking me because he felt he could never thank me enough? I know exactly where it went. For the duration of the time David was pursuing his career change, And for the first few years after he finished and was a practicing physician, and we were settling into a new chapter of life, I was still short-tempered. When I look back on my younger self, I see this thirsty woman. I was beyond tapped out. 
But my coping strategy when I'm drained is to control more of life's details. So no one saw that I was parched. On the outside, I looked highly functional, highly capable, but I became a porcupine signaling, I've got this, this is mine to do, I've got this. With each quill of capability and capacity to do more, I pushed away the thank yous I craved. I kept pushing and pushing until I heard my husband tell his friend that story. I'm just lucky my wife was game for that adventure. His acknowledgement softened those sharp quills. And just this little bit of softness hydrated that desert inside me that felt so invisible. I asked him to talk to me about those years of schooling and how he had felt my support. You always encouraged me to go to the gym even though I was already away so much. You made dinner over and over for my classmates so we could hang out and laugh together. He'd seen it all. It was a rainforest moment inside me. His specific thank you healed me. Do you have something specific that causes you to porcupine quill up? What would happen if you felt truly seen for your invisible contribution to your sweetheart's life? I'll tell you what happened to me. Not long after I overheard my husband tell his friend he couldn't have done it without me, I began to thank David for going to work. I thanked him even though I resented each weird shift he worked in the emergency room. I resented the Sundays he worked while I was in the park with my kids watching other families picnic. I resented the Christmas Eve when everyone else was tracking Santa with their children and my kid's daddy was gone taking care of sick people. I thanked him for going to work even though I resented his job. At first I thanked him because if I was a porcupine, he was an ostrich with his head in the sand. Overwhelmed, he needed to escape the debt I offered him. I wanted to see my husband again. I wanted him to feel that whoosh of freedom I'd felt when he saw my efforts and what had been invisible for so long. Something magical happened when I thanked him, even though I resented his work. I followed him into the mudroom of our home, and as he put on his shoes and his jacket to leave, I said, thanks for going to work, David. His eyes softened as he hugged me. I saw in his face that he didn't want to leave. He didn't want to miss the Sunday picnics. He didn't want to miss tracking Santa. But my husband doesn't complain. When I began to see that he didn't choose to miss the ball games or the theater productions of our children, my resentment faded, and my gratitude became more genuine. One day, as he laced up his shoes, I heard my thank you change. I'd been saying thank you for going to work for a while now, each day, as he zipped up his jacket. But this day, I said, thank you for going to work so I can write and not worry about paying the bills. The journey of thank you took me from feeling invisible to living my dream. Nothing changed except that I softened. What would change in your life if you thanked your sweetheart for their invisible contribution to your life? We've mentioned two of the four ways that thank you will feed your happily ever after. How thank you makes invisible work visible, and secondly, how thank you creates an attitude shift. Now let's talk about the third way that thank you can improve your happily ever after. 
use thank you instead of sorry. You've heard people who use the word sorry reflexively. I can't come. Sorry. Sorry, I don't want to see that movie. I exist. Sorry. (laughs) In all these scenarios, can you hear how sorry is really an avoidance for saying, I have my own desires. And in addition to avoiding your own desire, you're asking your sweetheart to say, oh, that's okay. Don't ask for permission to be yourself. This is detrimental to you and detrimental to your relationship. It's a whole thing. And it's not good for your happily ever after. Save the word sorry for times you've caused harm. Don't apologize for yourself. Instead, say thank you, which sends the opposite message. Instead, try this. Thank you for listening to me. When you say thank you instead of, I'm so sorry I always need to talk about this, you do two things. You relieve the extra burden your sweetheart might feel to reassure you that you are worthy of listening to. And secondly, you reinforce that you feel their kindness in your life. Thanks for inviting me. I won't be coming. The message you send is, I like it when you include me in your life. Thanks for the suggestion. I'd rather see this movie. The message you send is, I'm a great date. Thanks for seeing me. The message you send is, I'm valuable. I'm worthy. This relieves your sweetheart of constantly having to reassure you. Thank you says, I'm glad you're in my life. You make my world lovely. Thank you cultivates a tenderness in your home. Today I'm offering you four ways to say thank you. I've talked about the power of having friends who support your relationship before. Who do you know that would be supportive of your relationship and remind you to say thank you? Why not send them a link and invite them to be part of your circle of support? If you share this podcast with them, I'd like to thank you for helping me grow it. The fourth and final reason to use thank you is because it gives permission to yourself or to your sweetheart. In the same way that thank you can get rid of resentment, thank you can also cultivate permission. Thanks for working out, I say to my husband. Now, there are many reasons I'm grateful my husband works out at the gym. The first is because I want to be attracted to him. When we fight, I always say to myself, but damn, he is so good looking. (laughs) You can think I'm shallow if you want, but I like it when my man looks good. The second reason I'm grateful my husband goes to the gym is because he will live longer. My husband is like all human beings, and there have been times when spending time at the gym wasn't as attractive as lounging with a glass of wine. I am like all human beings, and I worry about my husband's health. Would I prefer to have him lounge more beside me? Would he regularly prefer lounging beside me? Yes, on both counts. Do I want him to live a long time? Yes. So I thank him for choosing the long ball game when the wine and the lounging seem so tempting. What does this sort of thank you do? It means he never, never, ever needs to feel guilty about going to the gym. 
And I never need to feel guilty about writing because my husband thanks me for doing what makes me happy. These sorts of thank yous remove the pressure that somehow we're responsible for making each other happy. When I say thank you for taking care of yourself, I'm both giving my husband permission to care for himself and I'm giving myself permission to expect that he'll care for himself. His happiness is not my job. My happiness is not his job. And that leaves us free to be happy together. This week's habit for your happily ever after is, surprise of the century, thank your sweetheart. Thank your sweetheart for something invisible or thank them to shift your attitude. Thank your sweetheart instead of saying sorry or thank them to offer them a get out of guilt free card. Don't try to do everything. Just pick one of the four kinds of thank yous and see if you can repeat it two or three times this week. Then notice how you feel. Imagine what that tiny shift in saying thank you will do for your happily ever after. We've arrived at our date night discussion segment. This week, talk about a time you have felt gratitude for someone in your life. It might be yesterday when a colleague thanked you for helping them out of a pinch with a difficult email. It might be when you were a tiny kid and you shared your crayons with the new kid and the teacher saw you and thanked you. Maybe you felt gratitude wash over you when you knew the precise spice to add to make Taco Tuesday the favorite dinner of your family. Tell your sweetheart the story of a time you felt gratitude light you up. Then ask your sweetheart about a time they felt washed in gratitude. Why have this discussion? Because thank you is a phrase that will change your relationship. But before you're capable of feeling grateful to someone else, it helps to know the world is grateful for you. When you let gratitude into your heart, when you tell a story out loud to your sweetheart about how the world is grateful for you, you feel worthy. And worthy feeling people are the most generous with their gratitude. That's it for today. I'm Rebecca Mullen, and this has been Habits for Your Happily Ever After, where we get clear about your marriage communication. Because when your relationships are strong, you're better able to concentrate at work, reduce conflict at home, and receive support for your dreams so you can have the courage to live your best life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd be grateful if you'd send a link to your friend. Habits for Your Happily Ever After is produced by Grace Smith. All our music and sound comes from Walk West Productions. I'm Rebecca Mullen. Thanks for including me in your relationship today. <laughs>